<laughs> happy Friday, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Happy Friday. How's everybody doing? So happy to be here with all of you. And good morning, Heather. How are you today? I am amazing. I have already been out shoveling snow in minus 22 weather. And I have to say, honestly, I kind of like it. Like there's this <laughs> crispness to your face that happens. And you know, it's all about perception, right? I could be like, oh, this is awful. But there's something that's like, oh, I'm alive. I feel this. So that's what I've been up to this morning. It feels good. How about yourself? I love it. This morning, so so this morning, what was this morning? This morning was, I woke up late. I woke up at six. Oh, man, I'm so late. Um, it's funny just how, <laughs> how I've been, uh, uh, you know, how I reframe what early looks like to me, right? So six o'clock yes. is late, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, but this morning was good. You know, this morning I took it easy. I, you know, I, I normally do, like, longer workouts. Today I only did, like, 20 minutes. Because I knew it was all about moving my body, getting myself moving. You know, movement's a big thing. It's it's what got us launched last year into what we were doing. And here we are this year moving a lot more than we did last year. So movement was a big thing. So, yeah, movement for me this morning was my big thing. I just want to take a second. Good morning, Gunjin. Good morning, Shaylee. Good morning. Nice to have you here with us. Good morning. Happy Friday. Yes, I can't believe it's Friday already. We are February 3rd. This is amazing. So it's Friday. So what do we do on Friday? We celebrate what happened during the week. So this isn't just for Heather and I. This is also for you guys that are listening to just drop in the chat. What are we celebrating this week? So Heather, what are you celebrating this week? Well, I, oh, you know, I just feel so thankful. There's so much to celebrate. But the biggest thing that I want to celebrate is the uh, masterclass that me and you did yesterday. You know, we did it on Groundhog Day to play a little pun around, you know, do we feel like we're repeating ourselves over and over again, or do we actually want the next six weeks to be a massive sprint? Mm -hmm. And we've invited, of course, our closest friends and anybody that wants to join us on this six-week journey. And I woke up like, oh man, it's day one. Today's day one of that six-week journey, even though we start next week. To me, it's like, it's start right now. So I thought that was really, really cool. And uh, just one more thing. I was listening to this gentleman, John Asperoff, I think his name is. I want to give him the right credit. And he talked about slingshot days. And he used the first of the month as a slingshot day. Well, I don't know. I woke up this morning. I'm like, today's my slingshot day. You could assign any day a slingshot day. So Friday, February 3rd, it's my slingshot day. How about yourself, John? Yeah, no, I, I actually have been using, because I know you told me about slingshot month. We're slingshotting, like we're, we're slingshot into a new month. Um, this week, the masterclass, you know, no, hands down. Like for me, that was us putting ourselves out there, us taking our material, sharing it with the world. That to me was a big celebration, big win. Um, just knowing that we're moving forward and making that impact of impacting a million people this year. Yes. So. You know, and, and John, if 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 people could make it yesterday, just send us a direct message. We'll send you a copy of the replay. We don't want you to miss it. You know, it's, sometimes you can't go live, so just DM one of us, and we will get you that replay today. Okay? Yeah. Well, we'll we're gonna make sure we drop it in the comments so you can get instant access to the replay as soon as Even you click smarter. the link. Uh, and I also have it in my link. So if you go to my profile link, you'll see the New Year, New You Masterclass. It's there uh, if you want to go check it out. And what's been beautiful and, and the one thing I just want to express gratitude for are the people that have been sending messages today and yesterday just around their experience and the masterclass. 
I just wanted to say thank you for those. Actually, those are the things that for me fill my heart. And it's, uh, it's just wonderful to see those type of comments. And I love it. So for everybody that's listening, what's your win for this week? I know Gunjan, you have daily wins. Um, so what's your win? What's your big win for this week? Just drop it in the chat. And Shay Lee, yes, amazing. Uh, the recording's there, the replay's there. You can definitely check it out. Um, it's there to watch at your convenience. So um, Heather, so <laughs> in terms of other wins, things that are going up for you, um, what, what else happened? What was big this week? What was like a big aha moment? Oh, that's a, that's a really good question. You know what? This, this is my birthday month. Woohoo. I, I, I know, right? <laughs> I, I don't think you're supposed to celebrate all month, but why not? I'm alive and I love being alive. So I'm going to celebrate all month. So yesterday I actually got some, you know, planning is not just work planning or personal planning. It's like, you got to make sure all your calendars match. So yesterday I spent some time matching my personal calendar, my travel calendar, my dog sitting calendar with Patrick's calendar and all the calendars sort of became one big calendar. And I've got some trips that are coming up. So I had to plan for those. And that was really neat. So I'm, I'm going to Mongolia, which is like, and then there's a group that are going to go to Tokyo before that trip. So I've jumped into that. And then I've got some other trips going to Ireland and, and, and uh, Austin. And I just had to make it all align. So like, that feels really exciting to me. And especially when, you know, travel has been a little bit harder to do. It's, it's not been impossible. I've, uh, you know, but some people haven't even gotten away yet. And uh, that, that felt really good to just plan ahead almost an entire year, John, because like I'm planning right till December because I got to make sure it all fits and make sure that my, my power word of strength that the trips that I'm planning actually will add strength to mm. my portfolio and to my mind. So that's, that's another thing to celebrate is how, when our personal lives and our business lives, everything is one life as opposed to this work life balance and having two different lives. I don't feel like I have two different lives. I feel like I have one life, which, you know, when I was in the corporate world, that was not how I felt at all, John. I felt like there was two separations and then they overlapped. And that's, yeah. that's a distinction that's changed for me now. Yeah, no, I, and you know, it's funny you were talking about your calendar. Actually, I just put in an order for a year view calendar. It's actually a productivity hack. And I'm going to give credit to Pat Miss You about this. Um, you know, just having a calendar laying out for the year, what's going to happen? And you're right, you know, your, your professional, personal, it's one life, right? Like, I, I don't know why we created these big things in our minds and, and created a separation between, ah, this is work, this is personal. It's one. Like, you know, and, and what I realized years ago is when I got to do that, it, it, it actually made life easier for me, right? Because, mm. you know, from an identity perspective, you know, who was I at work? Who was I at home? And it's almost like I was two different people. And what I ended up doing is just merging the two together. Right? I'm, like, I'm just one person. I can be the same person at home. I can be at work, right? Like, we, we right. all think we have to have different types of personas in different environments. We're still the same person, Right. And I think, you know, when we talk about being authentic and genuine and real and sincere to ourselves, that's just, you know, how we show up in one place is how we should be showing up in every place. Mm, um, so so yeah. true. <laughs> okay, let me jump in because Shaylee has a really big win and I love this win. She, she told her team, trust their gut. And she mm. gave them permission to go figure it out on their own. 
but she didn't leave them alone. She was there to support. And I think this is a great example of true authentic leadership and helping people step into their being their uncomfortableness of, okay, wait a minute, am I supposed to solve this? Is, should I rely on my boss? But you're giving them permission to step into their best leadership self. And that is fantastic. And then meeting with them afterwards, you can ask some questions, get curious. You know, when I was a, a leader of big, big teams, the biggest aha moment that I had was I actually shouldn't have all the answers. In fact, if I'm the one that has all the answers, I've hired the wrong people. And, <laughs> and I had to defer to who on my team has this answer. And that's a, when you're, when you're sort of mid management going to that next level, that's a, you're the one that knows all the answers. That's how you got all these promotions. And all of a sudden that rule book goes out the, out the window. So Sheila, that is amazing story. And that tells me that you have elevated yourself to that next level level of leadership. So that is amazing. Big, big win. Celebrate that big time. And Susan, thank you for the happy birthday wishes. It's so good to see you on here. And I hope to see you again on here too. That's amazing. <laughs> you got a month full of you birthdays. Have... I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. John, I'm sure you have some, some comments too about that big win. Cause that's a big one. Yeah, I know that, you know, I love it. So it, it was, it was interesting. I was in a, when I was back in the corporate world, part of my corporate life, one of the complaints that I got from my upper management team was, you know, you give your team too much responsibility. I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I was surprised. They're like, no, you should take more control. You should be leading. Like, it's not that I wasn't leading, I was leading, but I gave people the opportunity to, you know, just like Shaylee said, you know, trust your gut, look at the issue bring their perspective to it because they would sit there and ask me, so what, what do I do? And, you know, we're coaches, you know, part of the foundation of what I do today is coaching people to get to the solution on their own. Right. So it's really around, what do you think we should do? You know, if you were in my shoes, what would you do? Right. Mm -hmm. Actually, I just had a coaching conversation with somebody last week where, you know, they're in the midst of a transition. The organization is merging with another organization. There's roles and responsibilities being shifted all over the place. It's kind of what's happening in the marketplace today. And, you know, he, he's got an issue with one of his employees and his, his employees is they're just not delivering. And, um, you know, I said, why don't you just use this one simple line? If you were in my shoes, what would you do? And mm. he said, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And, right. Cause it's more than a question, John, that's actually a process, right? So that is a process <laughs> of inviting someone to step in and see the world through someone else's lens. And that is, a fantastic lens. And I used to use the same one when I would do focus groups because if I, I was going to focus groups, I'm like, oh, does anybody have any feedback for me? And it was crickets. And then I said, listen, I want you all to pretend that you're actually me for a day. And if you were me for a day, looking at all the problems for our customers, what would you solve first? And then they were doing it from my seat. And I got like, I mean, they vomited the problems all over me, but that was great because I then had like a whole list and I would do that over and over and over again. And wherever the biggest issues were, they would come up multiple times. So my top 10 list was built not from my brain, not from my knowledge, but from the knowledge of everyone that had the experience that they wanted to fix. But I didn't get those answers until I asked that question that you just pointed out. What would you do mm -hmm. if you were in my shoes? Or, hey, let's all, let's actually state shift into another person and solve it from that lens. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it, no, I, I love it because it's a great little exercise of just, like you said, you know, seeing it from somebody else's lens, somebody else's perspective, somebody else's views.
Because I, I don't think we recognize sometimes that, you know, what other people are going through is impacting what they're seeing, you know, and, and observing. And the best people to do the work are the people that are doing the work. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Right. It, you know, the, one of my biggest challenges that I've had in the past with, with leaders is like, well, you should be doing this. But like, OK, but here's the real challenge. You're not seeing it from where like eye level. Right. And if you can't see it from my level, then you don't understand. Let me explain it at least so you can understand it so we can work through it together. So it, it was always interesting to step into that. And, you know, from a team perspective, giving the team the autonomy to work on the solution helps them with their growth. You know, we talk about how do we retain our people today? How do we keep them engaged? How do we keep them motivated to do the work? Well, make them part of the solution, mm. right? And if we can do that, that changes everything for how they show up every day. It's like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm contributing to the solution. I'm implementing this. You know, it was my idea that got the, you know, that got us here. And that's how we create, you know, we, both of us, we, we love, you know, really building strong company cultures, company cultures that are engaged, groups that are engaged. It's really around giving people the autonomy to be a part of that. Well, I want to give you another example that how powerful this is. So, you know, sometimes we're, when we were back in the office, where we could have meetings was very limited. And, and I actually had an office. So, and it had like, you know, two chairs and a desk. And then I was behind the desk. So that behind the desk seat becomes the authority seat. And so what I would do sometimes is I would actually sit in one of the other seats and people would walk in and be like, oh, where am I supposed to sit? I'm like, you're going to sit right there because you're the one that's solving this problem today. And I would do that for interviews as well. I would, you know, if somebody was coming in for an interview or a mock interview, I'd be like, I want you to sit there for this interview because when you're sitting in a seat that is perceptually of authority, you're going to answer completely different. And it was, it was funny to watch people sit down and be like, Oh, like, like they actually had to like try it on and their body all kind of moved. And then when you watch their shoulders go back and their chin go up and confidence just went into their body. So, you know, it's more than just visualizing stepping into someone's shoes. You can actually have someone sit in a seat of authority or sit outside of a seat of authority. Uh, you know, sometimes in my coaching sessions, I'm on Zoom calls and I'll ask them, where are you sitting right now? And they're sitting at their work desk. I'm like, yeah. okay, you're working from home. Take me to the kitchen and we'll zoom over to the kitchen. And we'd have the rest of the conversation in the kitchen where it's family and collaborative and fun. And that anchors a whole different feeling. So yeah. you know, just changing where you're sitting can change your ability to even make decisions. So yeah. if you're thinking, what's the decision I'm going to make today? Go sit somewhere else. Go sit somewhere else. <laughs> if you want to make it really interesting here, here, like I'm going to make the invitation to even take it one step further. If you want to make it really interesting, change the order of seating at the dinner table. Oh my God. That's oh, you're just inviting like, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I've done that. And I've done that. It doesn't happen very often because everybody has their seat, right? Like everybody has their seat at the table. It was like that growing up for me too, right? My dad always at the head of the table. My mom always to the side, to his side, right? But it was always funny just to, you know, when I would go and sit in somebody else's seat and they're like, what are you doing? That's my seat, right? Because what ends up happening too is you almost start to take on the persona of that person when you sit in their chair. And I love that you did that. You know, one of the things I admire about Pixar, you know, as an organization is they don't have uh, square tables. 
you know, when I read their book, they all talked about these round tables that everybody got to sit around. This way, there's mm -hmm. no power power position at the table, right? Because when there's the head of the table, that's usually the power position and everybody else sits around it. So, you know, it's interesting. So maybe that's a little exercise for everybody. Try it tonight. You want to be brave, sit in somebody else's seat at the dinner table and see what shows up for you. Because uh, that, I'm telling you, that will change what shows up for you. And so I just wanted to take a quick second. Yes, thank you, Helen. Maybe try the line today. You know, what would you do in my shoes? Really switches things around. Felicia, thank you. I know you've uh, put in some really warm words around masterclass yesterday um, and implementing the five steps that we covered. So that's also in the masterclass. I'm not going to give it away here. You have to go watch the masterclass video. But we did cover five steps that really take you through a process and a transition to get you to where you want to be. And Susan, thank you. Um, we never see them as they are. We see them as we are. So helping someone change their perspective often leads to new ideas and views. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. So <laughs> Felicia keeps dropping notes before and after. You know what? There's just so much there. So if you haven't had an opportunity to check out the masterclass, the, I will include the link here below after this, this recording, uh, but it's also on my LinkedIn profile. And Heather, I'll get it over to you so you can share it on yeah. your profile so people can get instant access to it. But yeah, no, so today is like perspective well, and, shifting, and, right? And John, so I, I, love I, it. I, I, we're now planning for our next masterclass. So if any of you guys want to hear us talk about a certain subject, please let us know. We are open to, like it's in building stages where we build it from scratch and we always build it for our audience. So if you want to hear about us going deeper into any of the topics we talk about at the podcast, just send us a direct message. Just put it in the comments. We can build around it. And maybe if it's not March, it'll be April. So we definitely want to build these masterclasses for you because that's you're our you're our community. You're who we want to serve. So yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I love okay, it. what's our call to action, John? Okay, so wow, there's a few stepping into yes. somebody else's shoes, maybe questioning somebody, but also, so here's what I just want to preface. If you're going to preface with, hey, what do you, what would you do in my shoes? Do it from a place of love. Do it from a place of concern and an appreciation for that person. And you don't want to make it, yeah, and curiosity because you don't want to be like that pompous. Well, what would you do in my shoes? You want to come from a place that's really like. But really, what would you do, right? So for an empathetic place, right? So just I wanted to preface that and put that into context so it lands and it shows up properly. So one is, let you know, what can you do today to step into somebody else's shoes and see the world from their view and their lens? You know, so I think that's the call to action. That's what's showing up for me. And take a moment, and I just want to leave this with everybody. Take a moment to celebrate. Take a moment to celebrate what your win is today, what your win is this week. You know, recognize those wins. We don't do that enough. It's February, and I'm sure we haven't. We're just beating ourselves up because we're not where we want to be at this point. So celebrate what you've done up until this point. I think that's a big take. So there's two takeaways today. That's okay. We can double up. It's the weekend. Uh, but take that moment and just celebrate and share that celebration with somebody. You know, I'd love seeing Shaylee's celebration and how she won this week. So Take that extra step, share it with somebody else, because that's going to make it even more impactful, not just to you, but also to the people around you. So take that moment and do that today. All right. Okay. We're at time. It's crazy. Um, so yes. So link to the replay will be available. I'll be sharing that right after this call. 
And if you got questions, you, you want to reach out to us in any way, don't hesitate. Heather and I are both here for you to make sure that we answer any questions you may have. All right. Heather? All right. Stay warm, everyone. It's going to be a very crisp and, and uh, I feel alive. I'm going to feel, I'm going to go stick my head outside. The, it's like my own cold, cold therapy just outside my door. So yes, enjoy the weather. Enjoy the weather. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Take care.